On this episode of the Accounting for You podcast, we're going to continue our conversation about financial statements, where we started with with Aaron Smith, our commercial lender, maybe what kind of financial statements a bank is looking for when you're going to get a loan, and what kind of financial statements they want to make sure that the loan covenant is in place. Welcome to the Accounting for You podcast, brought to you by the accounting firm of Adkins and Reynolds CPAs. This podcast is designed to provide relevant tax and accounting information to help you and your business succeed. If you enjoy listening in, please like and subscribe to our channel. Now, on to the show. Well, welcome back to the Accounting for You podcast. I am Chris Reynolds, CPA and partner with Adkins and Reynolds CPAs. And I am Jay Adkins, CPA and partner at Adkins and Reynolds CPAs. Well, we recently had an interview with Aaron Smith from People's Bank. He's a commercial lender there. And in our interview, Jay, we talked about financial statements, uh, specifically uh, loan covenants. So when you get a bank loan, a lot of times they'll put covenants on the loan or rules on the loan to make sure you stay in compliance with their loan. And one thing that they want are financial statements. Um, they also will probably want financial statements to get the loan to begin with, but we're really talking about loan covenants at this point. But anyway, so financial statement preparation is obviously something a CPA firm does. And there are different levels of CPA prepared financial statements. And we wanted to talk to you about about that. Do you have any special thoughts before we get really into the nitty gritty here on financial statements? Yeah, one thing is uh, most people don't understand the different levels. We're going to try to get a, uh, go over that a little bit today. Um, many times we'll get calls. And they will say, we need an audit of our financial statements. Mm. Well, the word yeah. audit to that person is something extremely different than audit in our profession. And we're going to go over that today, go over the different levels and explain a little bit about them and how they are very different from each other. Yes, they can be very different, varying in the level of service, the cost of the of the service. So when you call somebody and you say you want an audit, um, <laughs> that that's the most expensive, the Cadillac there. So uh, you, you definitely want to watch out for that. So uh, we're going to start with the lowest level of service. And now this is what a bank may request. And this, again, this is going to be based upon the bank that you're working with. And it's also going to be based upon potentially the dollar amount of your loan as to what kind of assurance they want uh, the bank wants from your CPA on the financial statements. So the first level of service is actually called a compilation. Yeah, a compilation, as Chris said, is the lowest level of service. Uh, it's basically an accountant uh, helping the client get their financial data together in the form of a financial statement, a balance sheet, an income statement, possibly a cash flow if that's necessary. And again, it's the lowest level. It provides the least assurance of any of the financial statements. Um, there's no verification or testing or anything like that uh, that goes into an audit or a higher level. Um, you know, if we as CPAs see something that may need some adjustment, we may um, go and help the client fix that, but there's certainly no testing or anything like that. Um, we are not required to be independent uh, to do a compilation uh, that's safe for the higher levels. Um, independence uh, basically means we don't have some sort of financial or leadership connection uh, to the business. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> there is no expression of opinion on compiled financial statements uh, as the higher levels. 
uh, might have. Uh, it's basically, again, putting together the numbers for the business and helping them get it into financial form without a lot of the higher level uh, information. There's also a disclaimer uh, that we put on there that we did not perform a review or an audit to make it clear to any end users that this is something that we have not subjected to a lot of the procedures that a review or a, uh, an audit would need to qualify. Yeah, and so based upon this level of service, uh, fewer few banks will actually want a compilation because this again this is the lowest level, uh, no assurance. So most banks will not want this. But I have seen a couple of times where they did where they did need it. I've had seen uh, insurance companies want it for bonding, just at least a compilation. So you know this is something that uh, you know keep it in your back pocket. But most likely they're going to want a higher level of service from you. Uh, now the next level of service up is actually called a reviewed financial statement and. And this is, uh, these are done with uh, and provide limited assurance, which means a higher level of assurance of them being materially correct of more than a compilation, but less than an audit. So it's right in the middle. Uh, the CPA actually just takes your financial statements. We actually, uh, uh, we ask questions, we interview, uh, and we do analytical procedures on your uh, information to make sure they're materially correct. Uh, in all aspects to make sure they're, again, to give that limited assurance. Uh, there's very limited testing in it, much less than an audit is involved. And we do have to be independent of the client. So we cannot be serving on their board. We cannot have the ability to write checks on their bank account. There's other independence rules there, but the CPA has to be completely independent to provide a reviewed financial statement. And there is actually in the report, uh, the reviewed financial statement report, there is uh, a, a sort of a, an opinion that just says that we're not aware of any material modifications that needs to be made to the financial statements to make them materially correct. Now, material, what what would you say, mater what is materiality? Because we're kind of using that word, but not everybody may really understand what that means. So materiality uh, is, is something that we've talked a lot about, but now materiality is what the end user would think is a big enough dollar amount in, in taken with the financial statements as a whole. So if you have $10 million, let's say, $1 is not material because it yes. wouldn't change my decision on the business if the financial statements were wrong by $1. Now, if my financial statements have a gross revenue of $100,000 and there's a misstatement in those financial statements of $50,000, that's material. And that that's where the reviewed financial statement would say it's not materially uh, materially accurate. It's uh, we would be aware of material modifications. I don't know exactly the terminology uh, that we use. I'd have to look that up in our in our guidance. But there, there, that's materiality. Okay, so that's kind of a reviewed financial statement. Again, middle of the level service, uh, and I think probably don't you say most banks kind of fall in this level? Yes, yes, most will accept a review. Uh, over a compilation and certainly right. not require an audit. Right. And the um, 
the reviewed financial statements are obviously more expensive to get from a CPA firm than a compilation, but not nearly as expensive as the audit. And the audit, now that's, the, like I was saying, the, the Cadillac of services. You know, can you explain a little bit about an audit? It is. An audit is the Cadillac as far as not only uh, the um, process, the, the examination we do. Uh, it is as far as the cost because it's much more intensive. Um, it is the highest level of assurance uh, that we can give in financial statements compared to the other two, the compilation, the reviews. Um, it does require testing and verification, uh, such as possibly sending out confirmations to third parties to confirm some of the information that's on the financial statements. Mm -hmm. Certainly testing of transactions where in certain transactions we would do sampling uh, to see if there is any material issues. And again, as we spoke about on the reviews, we are striving here to have a materially correct financial statement. Uh, there's probably never going to be a perfect financial statement, uh, but we're looking for materially correct using all of these procedures. Uh, certainly something that we would do in audits too is evaluate internal controls. Uh, examples there are a segregation of duties within an office. Uh, you probably don't have want to have someone, uh, for example, receiving checks, depositing checks, reconciling the bank account, having total control over mm -hmm. all those related transactions. That can lead to issues. So we would look at the internal controls to see how strong they are. Uh, another thing is possibly having multiple members signing checks uh, of the organization. Uh, in this, in an audit like a review, we are required to be independent from the organization. You know, we can't have you know, any uh, involvement as far as uh, management or um, ownership or anything along those lines. Uh, in an audit, upon the completion of the audit, uh, we do give an opinion uh, on that that mm -hmm. will uh, basically report the re results of the audit uh, if we find the, the financials to be materially correct or you know, there can be other opinions. Uh, if things really are a problem, there's adverse opinions. Um, and we certainly have to comply with industry auditing standards uh, that are set up to make sure that we are properly doing the things we do to give uh, an um, audited, materially correct financial statement. Uh, so this provides the highest level of assurance to the external users that these financials are materially correct, much more than a compilation or a review. Yeah, so and you can see here with all of that assurance that is put on the audit, that is why it is so much more expensive. So just kind of in broad terms, you know, if a compilation is um, – I don't know, let's just throw out broad numbers, $1,000 to get an, a compilation done. Then a reviewed financial statement may be three to four times that, but an audit may be up to 20 to 25 times of what the compilation costs to get it done. So when you do call your accountant and say, um, hey, I need an audit of my books, the CPA is going to immediately stop stop you and go, are you sure you really want an audit or do you just want somebody to look at your books there? So there's there's a big you know caveat there of that. Um, 
Something else that we were talking about with Aaron is the how often the bank maybe wants the financial statements. Right. Um, we see that uh, certainly they want annual financial statements. Uh, there are certain cases where they may need uh, as much as monthly or quarterly financials, depending on the loan, uh, how it's structured, loan covenants. Um, so it depends on each situation, but certainly at least annual. Yeah, especially. And then that allows us, you know, in working with you on these to make sure you are staying in check with your other covenant, you know, uh, debt coverage ratios, whatever cash flow ratios that the bank is requiring. Because again, if you take your financial statements to the bank, it's not just a check the box. Hey, check the box. I've got my financial statements to the banker. It's do they provide the finance? Are they in the financial results that the bank must have to continue your loan. And I know we've talked in our previous episode with Aaron as to the remedies of what they do and, and all of that, if they're not, but something to, you know, to keep in mind that that's neat, why you need uh, good financial statements and good backing of your financial records and uh, you know, uh, consulting and advice from us to help you make sure you're getting the right financial uh, results in your business. Uh, however, that may be. So. A financial statement is a scorecard for the business. Um, it's great for getting ready for tax returns. It's mm-hmm. great for uh, working with banks for loans and staying in their covenants. It's also great for an owner to understand their financial statements. Again, keeping score of how things are going with the business. Right. And obviously, we provide um, um, compilation and review services. We do limited auditing. Uh, but uh, obviously, if you have uh, questions on any of these services, we're more than happy to, to uh, answer questions or you know just reach out to us through, through our channels there. Jay, do you have any final thoughts on, on this type of information? Uh, if there's any detail that you didn't get from this podcast that you'd like to talk more about any of these financial statements, uh, we've both worked with these for years. We'd be glad to go into more detail. Just give us a call. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all we have on this episode for you of the Accounting for You podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you for taking time today to listen to our podcast. We appreciate listeners like you and ask that if you enjoy what you hear, please like and subscribe to our channel to ensure you receive the latest episodes as soon as they come out. If you have any questions about the topic we discussed today or would like more information on becoming a client, please do not hesitate to contact our office by visiting arcpas.com or theaccountingpodcast.com.